Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, I'm Alan Jenkins, and welcome to the latest in an occasional series of readings brought to you by the Times Literary Supplement. The Greek poet Constantine Cavafy was born in 1863 and died exactly 70 years later. He lived for most of those years in Alexandria, and it was there that E.M. Forster, working as a Red Cross volunteer during the First World War, met the poet he described as a Greek gentleman in a straw hat, standing absolutely motionless at a slight angle to the universe. That description has stuck, and deservedly so, as it beautifully evokes the quizzical, sidelong irony of Cavafy's poems, even when their ostensible subject is yearning for what might have been, whether in his character sketches from the Hellenic world of the Eastern Mediterranean in its long decline, or his brief records of casual pickups and erotically charged encounters, lived or almost lived. In his lifetime, Cavafy did not publish any collections of his poems, but circulated them in broadsheet among his readers, from whom he had no need to conceal his homosexuality. Introducing one of the earliest volumes of his work in English, W.H. Auden wrote, Cavafy neither bowdlerizes nor glamorizes nor giggles. Love, in his world, is rarely more than physical passion, and when tenderer emotions do exist, they are almost always one-sided. Cavafy spent six childhood years in England, and, as Frederick Raphael writes in this week's TLS, he retained the British habit of telling jokes with a straight face. I have found that it helps me in my daily affairs. Deep within, I laugh and joke a great deal, he himself said. Perhaps this has added to his appeal for translators of his work into English, though some of the most renowned of them have been American. In his review of Daniel Mendelssohn, the most recent of these, Raphael recalls the work of Mendelssohn's predecessors, including Edmund Keeley and Philip Sherard, whose translations I first read when they appeared in the 1970s, and read from here. Ithaca. As you set out for Ithaca, hope your road is a long one, full of adventure, full of discovery. Lastragonians, Cyclops, angry Poseidon, don't be afraid of them. You'll never find things like that on your way, as long as you keep your thoughts raised high, as long as a rare sensation touches your spirit and your body. Lastragonians, Cyclops, wild Poseidon, you won't encounter them unless you bring them along inside your soul. 
unless your soul sets them up in front of you. Hope your road is a long one. May there be many summer mornings when, with what pleasure, what joy, you enter harbours you're seeing for the first time. May you stop at Phoenician trading stations to buy fine things, mother of pearl and coral, amber and ebony, sensual perfumes of every kind, as many sensual perfumes as you can. And may you visit many Egyptian cities to learn and go on learning from those who know. Keep Ithaca always in your mind. Arriving there is what you're destined for. But don't hurry the journey at all. Better if it lasts for years, so you're old by the time you reach the island, wealthy with all you've gained on the way, not expecting Ithaca to make you rich. Ithaca gave you the marvellous journey. Without her, you wouldn't have set out. She has nothing left to give you now. And if you find her poor, Ithaca won't have fooled you. Wise as you will have become, so full of experience, you'll have understood by then what these Ithacas mean. One of their gods. When one of them moved through the centre of Selefkia, just as it was getting dark, moved like a young man, tall, extremely handsome, the joy of being immortal in his eyes, his hair black and perfumed, the people going by would gaze at him, and one would ask the other if he knew him, if he was a Greek from Syria or a stranger. But some who looked more carefully would understand and step aside, and as he disappeared under the arcades, among the shadows and the evening lights, going toward the quarter that lives only at night with orgies and debauchery, with every kind of intoxication and desire, they would wonder which of them it could be, and for what suspicious pleasure he had come down into the streets of Selefkia from the august celestial mansions. In Alexandria, 31 BC, from his village near the outskirts of town, still dust-covered from the journey in, the peddler arrives, and incense, gum, the best olive oil, perfume for your hair, he hawks through the streets. But with all the hubbub, the music, the parades, who can hear him? The crowd shoves him, drags him along, knocks him around. And when he asks, now totally confused, what the hell's going on here? One of them tosses him the huge palace lie that Antony is winning in Greece. In the Tavernas I wallow in the Tavernas and brothels of Beirut. I didn't want to stay in Alexandria. Tamides left me. He went off with the prefect's son to earn himself a villa on the Nile, a mansion in the city. It wouldn't have been decent for me to stay in Alexandria. I wallow in the tavernas and brothels of Beirut. I live a vile life devoted to cheap debauchery. The one thing that saves me, like durable beauty, like perfume that goes on clinging to my flesh, is this. Tamides, most exquisite of young men, was mine for two years, mine completely, and not for a house or a villa on the Nile. On the stairs. As I was going down those ill-famed stairs, you were coming through the door, and for a second I saw your unfamiliar face and you saw mine. Then I hid so you wouldn't see me again, and you hurried past me, hiding your face, and slipped inside the ill-famed house where you couldn't have found pleasure any more than I did. And yet the love you were looking for, I had to give you. The love I was looking for, 
so your tired, knowing eyes implied, you had to give me. Our bodies sensed and sought each other, our blood and skin understood, but we both hid ourselves, flustered. Half an hour. I never had you, nor, I suppose, will I ever have you. A few words, an approach, as in the bar yesterday, nothing more. It's sad, I admit. But we who serve art, sometimes with the mind's intensity, can create pleasure that seems almost physical. But of course, only for a short time. That's how in the bar yesterday, mercifully helped by alcohol, I had half an hour that was totally erotic. And I think you understood this and stayed slightly longer on purpose. That was very necessary. Because with all the imagination, all the magic alcohol, I needed to see your lips as well, needed your body near me. The God Abandons Antony. When suddenly at midnight you hear an invisible procession going by with exquisite music, voices, don't mourn your luck that's failing now, work gone wrong, your plans all proving deceptive. Don't mourn them uselessly. As one long prepared and full of courage, say goodbye to her, the Alexandria that is leaving. Above all, don't fool yourself. Don't say, it was a dream, your ears deceived you. Don't degrade yourself with empty hopes like these. As one long prepared and full of courage, as is right for you who were given this kind of city, go firmly to the window and listen with deep emotion but not with the whining, the pleas of a coward. Listen, your final pleasure, to the voices, to the exquisite music of that strange procession, and say goodbye to her, to the Alexandria you are losing. Read more about Gavafi in this week's TLS, which also contains a previously unpublished essay by T.S. Eliot on the validity of artificial distinctions. Also this week, read book reviews covering ancient Greek letter writing, Jonathan Swift, Mitterrand and Chechen freedom fighters. We look at the most recent novels by Tim Winton and Peter Buwalda, the selected poems of Sarah Kirsch and much more. To find out more about the TLS and to read a free selection of pieces from this week's issue, go to our website, the-tls.co.uk. You can read the TLS in full every week, in print or via our app, which is available on iTunes and in the Amazon App Store. Also via iTunes, you can subscribe to our free occasional readings. The TLS, life in every word. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.